0: One two check, uh, folks. I don't know if it's going to be a show today because <laughs> Matt and I are sitting here <laughs> dunking cookies. Dunkity dunk. <laughs> <laughs> We're Dunkin' Dunkers and uh, have coffee. S- and I'm sleuthing. <laughs> and Leslie's sleuthing. Leslie's stalking people on the internet. That's right. So just so everybody just, get, just get, get, hang just out. let play some music, right?
1: Not yet. The caffeine hasn't kicked in. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: How about like a, a pancho, like a slow ballad? Yes. You go. A ballad, ballad. A, ba- <laughs> a ballad, ballad. There
2: is always something
0: for me, something always seems to call me to my room. To my room. There are so many
3: distractions, giving so much satisfaction in my room. In my room. room. Hey,
0: everybody out there. Grab your cup of coffee
2: and your moon pie.
0: Your moon pie. It's the film photography podcast for March 1st, 2015, episode 120. I'm in the studio with Matt Mirage. Hey, what's going on, guys? And Leslie Lazenby.
2: Hello, everyone.
0: Um, we're, we're days away from our FVP um, walking workshop three. Not even two weeks. Two weeks, two weeks. This is our third. Walking Workshop, number three. Wow. of the
2: WW series.
0: Of the WW series, uh-huh. uh, first time ever west of the Mississippi. Can't wait. Yeah,
2: never been
1: out there.
0: Oh, for real? Yeah, it'll be first time. Really? All the way out to Cali. Yep. Beautiful wow. San Clemente, California. I understand. I understand. There's at least two record shops in town. <laughs> Whoa! Very excited about that, uh, Mr. Phil Stebley and Mr. Keith Swan. The men running the dark room. They may have to, like, you know, box some stuff up for me to ship back because I'm not going to be able to carry all the records I buy. So, this is the Film Photography Podcast. If this is the first time listening, you're listening to our show. It's the internet radio show for people who love to shoot film. Welcome. Welcome for the next hour or so.
3: What show?
0: Hanging out. So, whatever you might be doing, taking a bus. In your dark room, scanning some images, you know, just kind of taking it maybe laying on the couch, just like chilling. We're just gonna be hanging out, talking about what we love to do, which is to shoot with traditional film. And um, I thought we'd kick start things off with a letter. Way back in December, <laughs> where did it go? <laughs> See how stuff no, just no, goes, you,
2: Loewy's? Yes, there you go.
0: We got a great, great letter uh, from William and Lynn Lowie. Who is uh,
2: blowy
0: on on Flickr. Flickr. You guys are on Flickr. It's blowy. Happy New Year, Bill and Lynn. It's a beautiful postcard, but that's not all. Bill and Lynn, or Lynn and Bill, they do like a comic book every year. Mm -hmm. I'll put this on our show notes. Uh, So if you're listening to the show, you can go to our website, filmphotographyproject.com, and just click on Podcasts, you'll find this episode. March 1st, episode number 120. And you'll see show notes. And you'll see pictures, images from this show, which is great because people like the track man say, How can I listen to a camera podcast? I need to see pictures.
2: (laughs) Hey. Hey, the track man. man. Hey, Hey. (laughs)
0: <laughs> hey, and uh, hasn't it hasn't stopped us the last six years to doing the show? Have because honestly, a person would think, well, how do you do a show about film camera? Like what? A radio show? You can't see anything. And yes, it would be glorious to have a video podcast, but yeah. we'd need a small grant for that.
1: Uh, no, a pretty decent sized grant. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah no, <laughs> yeah. we would need. Were you were you were around? We have three cameras in here. Oh man, yeah, Early we have days. we we had. For maybe six months, like uh, three video cameras, a studio setup, and those shows, they may be on the shelf over here, those shows are recorded. Yeah, just nothing. So we them. have some of the 2011 shows recorded on videotape, three mm-hmm. cameras set up, just sitting in a box, unedited. That was Jeff, right? Jeff Zifredala. Yeah. yeah. And I bet you those shows are pretty good.
1: I bet, yeah, just cut to the different cameras. It's going to be a lot
0: know? of fun you know, when we finally get around to editing those? Because you'll be like, oh, I look like a boy. <laughs> yeah. I was 10. Yeah. yeah, because it'll be so many years ago. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Lynn and Bill sent uh, a Christmas card, a, sort of like a year in review, in this comic book style. And if you go to the show notes, you see what I'm talking about. It's really very awesome. I mean, this must have took some time, right? I would think so. It's fun. And he, and he noted
2: this year, too, that his comic book was completely created with film images.
0: Ooh. Oh, yeah. that's great. We also have a postcard here. We love postcards, by the way. You could you could write to us at podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. You could send us a postcard, P.O. Box 152, Ooh, nice Butler, New Jersey, 07405. This is from Greg Garner. He's Blue Goo Studios. Yes. He it. says, thanks for all the inspiration. Looking forward to a new year full of great shoes. shoes. And he sent an image. It is a like a... Like a,
2: it's a Christmas holiday. So
0: reindeer, but it's made out of like stick reindeer. Yeah, what you I'm sure? sure. It's like one of those yard delights. decoration uh-huh. reindeer. Taken yeah. at the James Center in Richmond, Virginia. The Mamiya RB67 90 millimeter lens on nice. Ilford Pan 50 developed at home in Ilfasol three. Nice. A lot of folks seem to be developing their stuff in Ilfasol three. I know, what is a, what's it equivalent to on the Kodak d 76
2: Ilfacel 3 is? Well, or is it's... It DD? Or X-Doll. I don't
1: know. I it's like... I don't know. It's, just, it's don't a pretty know. generic developer. Kind um, of, you know... It's like...
0: <laughs> I had another card here. It was a Christmas card. Maybe it's in the office. Um, and I don't know who sent it, but it was a shot of a little baby, and the baby's name is Olive. And it was like the cutest oh. card. Thank you very much. It's awesome getting cards. We have them pinned up in our business office mm-hmm. here. You know what I got this year? I got a postcard
1: from... Uh, FPP good buddy uh, Scott Stallings. You did, He's and I got
2: Christmas card and a photograph from Carlos Zamora and oh. from Mark O'Brien yeah. with an original SX-70 Polaroid print in it.
1: Ooh, nice. Yeah, this one was on the uh, Ilford-specific postcard paper, so it's photographic darkroom paper. Mm-hmm. makes black-and-white print, but on the other side, once you
0: process it, postcard, just put a stamp on it and go, I miss that stuff. Mm-hmm. This is a letter from Mark O'Brien sent in in December. Mark is uh, FPP super buddy, like honorary FPP guy. Oh, yeah. There you go. He says, I thought it was time I'd sent you another box of junk. Then <laughs> junk <laughs> junk is crossed out. I said, junk, <clears throat> I mean, exquisite photographic goodies to do with as you see as you please. This box is mostly Polaroidania, Polaroid, Polaroidiana. With some extras, most of it I picked up a few months ago at a local recycle reuse center for a few bucks. I have to say I'm very pleased with how diverse your stock of oddball films has become in the Film Photography Project store. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. That's great. I, 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 I work all year trying to get that assortment going. It's nice to hear some feedback. Thank you, Mark. Those Shmina films are fun, and of course I especially love the FN64. It was fun trying out the red scale Shmina as well as the regular color version. The red scale results were especially interesting and quite good. I am still testing the FPP black and white 200 film. I really do believe it is Foma Pan 200 or something very close to it. I like the tonality. One has to be careful when loading into the camera because of the polyester base. Mm-hmm. Why is that, Matt? Light leaks. Light that, pipe. That, yeah, it just it's s- light pipe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No kidding.
2: Kind of gets in there and runs. Yep.
0: Some take-up spools have a hard time keeping the film tightly wound, with the result that it slips off after a few frames. So uh, be careful it. out there. Just check it. Paying attention to that part of the loading will avoid slip-ups, so to speak. Uh, the Kodak 35 is a pretty simple camera, but the Kodak 35 RF has to qualify as one of the ugliest cameras ever foisted on us by the Eastman <laughs> Kodak Company. A sure Franken-camera, if there ever was one, I agree that the Argus C3 was a svelte beauty in comparison. Oh, a few shows ago, we were talking about, like, <coughs> This is the C3. But what was the Kodak equivalent? Gotcha. And when you look at the Kodak equivalent, you can't even believe it. I wish you all a happy holiday and best wishes for the coming year. Thank you, Mark. We did have a happy holiday. And now I'm thrilled to be here. Almost, not quite, spring soon, getting soon. through the winter. Is that a roll of a Seattle film work? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I won't say anything. No, I'm just, I won't scrap it. You'll
2: probably use it, won't you?
0: Oh. Uh, it's never been used. Oh, no. I don't, I, what year?
2: Uh, I'll talk about Seattle Filmworks oh, yeah. this show. I have these um,
3: some surprises
0: for Oh, you. okay, good. Uh, so let's take a quick break, okay. so we'll be right back
3: digital cameras take good pictures the problem is your photos end up staying in your camera or you're forced to sit at your computer to see them and trying to make prints can be confusing and costly remember when you could just drop off your film and your photos were printed for you ready to be shared with family and friends well now enjoying your pictures is easy once again with the new Vivitar 35 millimeter film camera the same great picture-taking convenience you remember in a modern film camera from Vivitar the name you know and no need to be a computer whiz, no passing around your camera trying to see tiny pictures on a little screen. With the Vivitar film camera, you get back real photographs just like you remember, so you can enjoy sharing your photos once again. With digital cameras, it, it's just so confusing. I mean, you have to deal with all the wires and the software and everything else. Uh, with this camera, I just take my picture, I get my prints take them and share them with anybody I want. The Vivitar film camera has a built-in flash and uses inexpensive 35 millimeter film. Plus, with the automatic focus, it couldn't be easier. With this new camera, you point, shoot, and you have your shot. This way, I have my pictures, everyone's enjoying it. Why spend hundreds of dollars on a digital camera that's complicated and confusing when now you can take your pictures the easy way with the new Vivitar 35 millimeter film camera for just ten dollars. As part of this limited TV offer you'll also receive a free roll of film. A call right now and you'll get a second camera as a bonus. Just pay separate shipping and handling. That's right you get two Vivitar film cameras and two rolls of film all for the amazing low TV price of just This offer is not available in stores, so call
0: now. (laughs) Hey, we're back. I, I am a little calmer this year with no caffeine, right? Very much so. Very much so. It's good. I can tell you, not that this is a health podcast, but. Um, the little things in life that you don't even think about, like caffeine intake, salt intake, we have no idea how much caffeine we're actually getting because you you know you're not tracking it. No. Nope. And you know when you talk about diet, exercise, health, yada yada, you know each person is different, and the drug caffeine affects different people in different ways. It's amazing. I know people who could drink caffeine all day long, have a cup of coffee at night, and sleep like a rock.
2: Absolutely. And and, that's amazing. And
0: then <laughs> f- folks like myself, you know, it affects me. It makes me completely hyperactive, uh, drives my blood pressure up. It's just, you know, it's, it's, it's a wicked, for me, it's a wicked drug. So I just cut it out completely. As and far as you know. As far as I know.
2: I mean, uh, chocolate. But you normally
0: don't have, but you do here. Uh, still, I do. I have some. Mm-hmm. Uh, has caffeine. Yeah. I, very, would say to watch. Yeah. yeah. I would say I'm the most hyper when I'm doing the shows. So this is the, as hyper as I get. It's, <laughs> it's not that hyper anymore. No. It'd be funny if the show just tanks. <laughs>
1: we, we need Michael to be completely lit before we can yeah. record the
0: show. It's so funny because everyone, I mean, you know, we take these things so lightly, but everyone has their drug. You oh, know, yeah. whatever it might be. Afraid, if it's alcohol, yes. if it's caffeine or f- vapors. The Sugar. vape. The, va- the vape. <laughs> we passed a vape lounge. Oh, my God. we so literally so it. Oh, my God. oh, you know what? Let's ta- did we, ta- we took a break. We did. Oh, let's, you know what? Before we talk about whatever I was going to talk about, let's <laughs> talk about the unique photo because we just got back. Oh, yeah. We did yeah. a field trip. Was yeah, fun. yeah. This morning we took a field trip as you would like to think. It wasn't what you would like to think, like an FPP short bus. <laughs>
2: a mini
0: bus. Yeah, a mini bus with a big FPP logo on the side. <laughs> but I took my little uh, Kia Soul. Soul. I picked up uh, Leslie and Matt here in New Jersey. They're they're here for a few days, and we went to a field trip to Unique Photo in New Jersey. One of the last superstores. Superstores. Stores. Here in New Jersey. I mean, years ago, there used to be Jersey Camera. There used to be all these these fairly large stores. So there's one left standing, and it's a very nice one. It's called Unique Photo in Fairfield, New Jersey. And we kind of just went in and looked around. We went there specifically to get coffee at the Unique Cafe, which had a name. I don't remember the name, but I'm Uh, guessing it's run by somebody else. So this is not not a criticism of them. They may not even run that coffee shop. But it was Saturday at around 11 a.m. We walk in there, we want to buy some film, and the coffee shop is closed. And all I think is how could that be possible? It's Saturday morning. Yeah. And people want coffee.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then when you ask the guy, he's like, Oh, you not usually till like eleven thirty. Like, you're open at nine thirty, ten o'clock.
0: Yeah. I, I was impressed because, you know, there are no stores in this area outside of maybe B and H in New York or Adorama where you could walk into a store and see uh it was two aisles of film.
1: Assortments yeah. of film. Yeah.
0: It's very shoppable.
1: Printing like paper. Very exactly. Good wide aisles. Great selection. Uh, Lock, they had black s- black and white on one half, color on the other. Four by five. There's four by five in there. Yeah, you got to ask for the bigger darkroom stuff and the chemistry, but for the most part, it's very, yeah, very accessible. The Instax. They had a huge they, selection of oh. Instax. I
2: found Instax there I didn't know existed. Yeah. Not, I hadn't really looked.
1: But
0: what, kind, what kind did you have on? I
2: uh, had the Instax 210 wide, and... We don't normally get a good selection of borders and fun stuff. And they had
0: Halloween, Halloween borders. They did. They did. Did so so. you guys
1: see the, Insta- the new Instax 300 wide in there?
0: They had those. Oh. They had the cameras right on the shelf? Yeah. Or in the case.
1: In the- they were in the case. Oh, okay. But they were, it's like they took the Neo Classic and they made it a, a bigger Instax wide with a few extra settings. And yeah. that's the new Wide 300. They had those yeah. there too.
0: Mm-hmm. So, no, like they, they had a good selection. I especially like the dollar film bin of expired film. That was obviously cleaned out by Mark Dalzell. Obviously. It's because we were talking about it last night. His DNA is probably... He probably skipped out of
1: here. He did skip out. He was in a hurry last night. He just went there, bought him out.
0: And I did the whole Mark Dalzell routine. I went to the guy. I'm like, your bin's empty. Do you have some in the back? And you get me some. And then he gave me the... The The spiel. He gave me like the patented, you know, the, the quote, unquote, well as it expires we fill the bin if there's nothing in the bin we don't have anything
2: lies
1: bull honky and, <laughs> and, uh, malarkey yes.
2: I uh, even tried it with another one too oh you did no go he wasn't leaving his post man
0: Mark Dalzell walks there asks the same questions and it's almost like they drop everything run in the back and, and pull out like 100 rolls of film for him <laughs> how How does that happen oh you
2: you got any uh, outdated film and he's slipping his hands out with some green underneath you think so? I'm thinking so. I'm and just thinking doesn't tell us. Uh, yeah. I don't know. He, no. he's gonna give it up. You won't give it
1: up. He certainly won't tell us that he bought out all the film last night. <laughs> yeah. So overall, are you? Did you like it? No. It's. I mean, it's actually a great store. It's huge space. They have a huge uh, education space back there. Multiple big rentals classrooms. department. Yep. Big yes. lighting department. Um, they represent all the big, all the big brands that are current right now. Um, and it's almost kind of like a factory store. They have, like, those plastic pallets with, like, the clearance stuff from Christmas, you know, right out front. and Or not Christmas, like, whatever season right. we're in now. Like, yeah. But just whatever. We didn't sell last season. There it is. And, yeah, you know, there's all sorts of... Uh, Goodies. Like, if you can't find something to buy there, you're yeah. not looking. And the prices, we, you were talking about that. that yeah. Their prices are often better than some of the online shops yeah. In the right or right in line. The film prices were great. Yeah, the film prices a, are great. They good. had a couple film stocks that I don't have access to regularly. Neopan. Yeah. A couple of pro packs of that. Mm. And, yep.
2: so. and I use them uh, in Ohio on their unique online store because shipping seems to be cheaper than driving nine hours. Yeah. So, yeah. Order a few things. Very quick. Yeah. Uh, yeah not as quick as FPP shipping. Thumbs
0: up. Yeah. Thumbs up. We would have liked the coffee shop to be open, but eh. it wasn't. So
1: They still get two thumbs. It's a very, very nice store.
0: Two thumbs, and we, we, we got in our vehicle, and we went down the road to Calandra Bakery.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let's talk about that for an hour. Baked Goods Podcast, Episode 1. It's called Calandra's
0: right. Italian and French Bakery. And French, yeah. Mm. Uh, they're in, they have three locations. So Fairfield. Caldwell oh you know what we may have been I think we were Well, I don't know yeah. yeah Fairfield Caldwell or Newark we were in Caldwell yeah. I'm guessing all the heavy lifting bakery wise happens in Newark
1: <laughs> <laughs> they, they and cakes, their their had,
0: breads yeah. go into stores so I bet you they have a huge bakery in Newark that is a depot that ships to stores it was quite a sight. As a matter of fact, Beautiful. if you were friends with me on Instagram, you could go through my, <laughs> my, uh, my little Instagram, you know, from a few, you know, you can go through my, what do you call that? Stream. Stream, yeah. And you'll find Spinning Cakes video.
1: Spinning Cakes.
0: They had two displays of spinning cakes. Spinning Cakes. Lucy <laughs> said, Michael, these cakes are spinning. <laughs> I said, my head is spinning. Uh, Matt, to read this, why right. my moon pie? <laughs>
1: All right, so this is from Adam Mosley. Greetings, FPP crew. Still thoroughly enjoying the show, but I've got a few questions for you. Great. First off, I recently stumbled into a collection of cameras that included a Leica M3 with a set of lenses. Whoa. A Leica... Oh, hey, s- hey, hey, hey.
2: What? what? Adam, Adam Mosley. Adam, you got a spare uh, 50 mil or 35, uh, let me know, for that M3, because I have an M2 in need. All right.
1: <laughs> Just a, in case, And a, a two. Leica CL and a Rollaflex. While well, all that's awesome and such, a shutter test shows that the Leicas, while well, spot on at slower, are atrociously off at the oh. faster settings.
2: Doesn't need those lenses, then, does he?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, they're in great shape, but I'd like to get them in full working order. Any recommendations of old Leica service? Uh, any any camera <sighs> for repairs?
2: for... Uh, um, uh, CLA, yeah. Yes. Yaksun Yi. Ye. Just put Y E in Google, and uh, I'm serious. Just put Y E—that's his last Uh name—in Google with Leica.
1: Ye Leica service. Ye old Leica service. Is that what it's
2: called? The man is incredible. Above and beyond the call, attention to detail. (laughs) Oh, you got a little dent here. I'll fix that for you. No charge. You know this kind of thing. He's a a master at it. I had my M2 rebuilt by them. Mm -hmm. Just amazing. Yuxun ye Y E, and um, Leica in the Google, and you'll have it. You know what, Mike? Yes.
1: One, one thing I've never gotten, like just never understood, Leicas. Well, I, I don't
0: think I will. I, I don't know. You, like you guys are talking, like Leslie, you're animated about it. <laughs> I, know. I know it sounds really funny. I don't get it. Me either. I don't but get it. Know, and I, when I hold one, and look at one, I still don't get it. Like I just don't get it.
2: I didn't get Hasselblad till I used one. By golly That glass is amazing So I can agree with you Sometimes you know <laughs> You're fooled I only have a 90 for mine And I'm not a telly person mm-hmm. So I don't use it very much Yeah um, Obviously It's not even just a following; it's a lifestyle for a lot of people when it, it comes is. to there. Do you have like
0: us? do you have folks come into your uh, Midwest photo like with their nose in the air, like ooh yes, oh uh, yeah, that's why. Have I, a, that, yeah. A Leica. And, we, and we send them to the top shelf
1: of our use case because that's where all the like is. Gotcha. And you have to be so picky. With, uh, uh, you know with who's, who's the into Leica? Leica?
0: Our good friends at the dark room.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, they're really into.
1: It's a it is a it's a lifestyle thing, and honestly, it is a lifestyle I, I'm glad thing. I'm not into it because I I need another hobby. Like I need a hole in the head. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's so pricey.
2: Well, if since I have it here, wwwyyecamera.com.
1: Oh, that's easy. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. That's question one. But question two. Well, what was question one about the Leicas? About the Leicas. We know nothing. Leica
2: service. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, you knew something. I knew yeah.
2: something. Uh, what was it again? Yaksunye y y e camera for amazing service on your uh, vintage film Nikon. Uh, Nikon's. I'm sorry, Leicas. All right. Question two. <laughs> back to back to Mr. Mosley.
1: Recently discovered that a friend of mine, also sporting a Leica, but the 3F, has some old movie film that his family. Uh, That predates World War II and may be of historical value. Uh Uh-oh, this is a good Mm -hmm. question. Unfortunately, this film has deteriorated quite a bit and, by his reports, nearly disintegrates with handling. Any recommendations on getting this preserved and possibly scanned? Mike.
0: Uh, Yes, (laughs) see to the right there says Urbanski film. Oh, is that what that said? Yeah. Um, Well, first of all, if it's going to crumble, you really need to consider... um, Preservation uh, uh, measures? I would call... Larry Urbanski. If you go to Google and type in Urbanski film, you'll get his website. You're doing it right and now. He and sa- he sells supplies, reels, mm-hmm. uh, splicing tape. But he also sells a solution, or as you would take the whole reel of film, you would fill up a pan and actually submerge the film into it. And what it does is the film absorbs the moisture, and will hopefully the film will be preserved enough so you can get it transferred. Oh, he sells reels and cans and all the supplies to... Yeah. Yeah, he's the guy. Wow. I buy all my filmmaking supplies. See, a very simple web From Urbanski Film. Splice Tape?
2: Spelled like Urbanski and Findlay?
1: U-R-B-A-N-S-K-I. Yep. Got it. So, and actually, let's see. Uh, the website is moviecraft.tripod.com. Dot oh, com yeah, that's one of those. Forward slash <laughs> supplies. If you go to
0: just the Google.
1: Yeah, just type Larry Urbanski, and it's yeah. the person that comes up. The Google. Google, Google.
0: Hey, he's a really nice guy, and he'll answer any of your questions. All right. What else?
1: Question three. Yeah. Ooh. Three-parter. All right.
0: I really enjoyed the recent spot of getting rid of water spots and,
1: and dust that is a bane of my Thank existence you, right now. However, I ran into another problem. <laughs> when I pulled the film out, there were spots, almost flakes, of light-blocking, super-dense stuff on the film. Oh. Through some research, I discovered that this might be silver from overused fixer. My question, how many times would you use a given volume, let's say half a liter, of fixer if you were to try and stretch it out as far as you could?
2: You know how I gauge that is by uh, the recommended time on the package. So mm-hmm. we'll take Kodak Rapid Fix; Three to five minutes is your fixed time. I drop the film tail I have cut off. Oh, before. you clip test it. Okay. Clip test it, and you're supposed to, once it clears, you double that time. It's getting much beyond... Five minutes, mix new fix. Yeah,
1: yeah. I take the I take the don't cheap out now approach, which is if you if you walk into the dark room and you don't know how old that stuff is, when in
2: doubt, throw it 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 out. out. Yeah,
1: and don't cheap out now. You know, Mm -hmm. you spent so much time and money to get the shot, (laughs) develop it. Don't cheap out now,
0: folks. Listening, we're talking about home processing your film, black and white. He's talking. I think he's talking black and white. Yes. Yeah, black Mm and white. Um. And uh, the process simply is you have a tank, you put your film in it, uh, developer, mm-hmm. water bath or or stop, stop bath, me. fixer. And what exactly does the fixer do to your the film? The fix
1: will remove the unexposed silver from Oh, okay. There. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what happens basically is your, your fix is uh, going to get contaminated with that silver as more and more of it gets pulled out. And that's going to make the – it's going to – render the fixer less and less useful as you get that's more
2: pretty severe though i wonder if it could have been a hard water issue too
1: there there's a lot of things that can happen mm-hmm. but i mean if it's i mean let's say it's film that was underexpo you know underexposed or just a lot of very like dark kind of images you can get a lot of silver but that is mark. a lot of silver that's to get that of kind silver. of mark on yeah. there i mean that's probably well well past the recommended However many rolls it is, like twenty rolls per per yeah. liter of the yeah mm-hmm. of the fixer. But I would say most of the time the fixer you're mixing will give you instructions and say if it's past blah blah blah, throw it out or mix a new batch. I use um, alkaline fix, which actually yes. goes bad a little bit faster than your your really strong fix. Does it it's Does about,
2: it go bad from oxidation or simply from use?
1: No, simply from use. Okay. Uh, but it's so much easier for that alkali fix to get. If I go any more than, but I mix it up by gallons at the time, so I have uh-huh. to figure when I mix up the gallons. So how many sheets is going through it? And usually, if I can't remember, just buy a new bottle of it. It's yep. yeah, it's sheets, a couple of extra bucks, but you know your film's not going to get ruined because you know once you ruin, once you're whole done, that's it. Film, yeah, you don't want to do that again. No, and it it kind of turns you off from the process too. So um, that's kind of the. The number one thing, don't yeah.
0: When in doubt, throw it
1: out. Don't cheap out now.
0: There are a lot of folks uh, listening. There are a lot of folks on uh, Flickr groups. There may even be a group dedicated to stretching your developer yeah. to like almost get to a in- thrill. Yeah, it's I
1: insane. Sure. Yeah, so it's it is. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, get a thrill out of like, uh, you know. I developed 35 rolls out of my color developer. It's
1: like the episode of Seinfeld where Kramer's test driving the car and they're yes, seeing how, how far exactly. it can go before it runs out of gas. How yes. far below E. Oh. Yes. You know, um, and yes. like at the end of the episode, it's like him and the guy from the dealership, they're just like out on the highway driving into the sun. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's the same thrill. That's what it I is. I love Seinfeld. That's Any that. more questions from Adam? That's it. Uh, th- uh, thanks Thanks much, and keep the shoes coming, Adam Mosley. Great. Thanks. Thank you, Adam. Yeah, those are great questions, though. Very, Actually, diff- very different, multiple-tiered.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Podcast cool. at filmphotographyproject.com for folks listening. You want to write us a letter. <laughs> Leslie, what should we talk about? Hey, what do you want to talk about? Oh, episode one. I have to mention 120
1: because it's episode 120. Okay, so go ahead. I'd, go ahead. I'd feel what like, is 120 I'm gonna, film? i burst. 120 film. It's not 120. As many people will will get start crying about on social media. It's yeah. not hundred, one twenty mi- It's millimeter. not it's not hundred twenty millimeter film. It's actually a sixty millimeter wide film format. It's a roll film format invented way way back. No, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, way oh, way, yes. way back when.
0: 1901, uh, I believe so. Yeah. yes. And crazy, way, right? Way, way back, thing? yeah.
1: Old, very old cameras, old brownies. Use I mean, it.
2: The original had hand-carved wooden spools. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. cool stuff. Get splinters from that. But, yeah. <laughs> they but, were wooden, but still. Yeah, it's the oldest format of film that is still active. Yes, sheets, sheets, sheets.
2: Yeah. Roll, film. roll film, roll film. There you go. Yeah,
0: but it's yeah. When people
1: say roll film, that they usually mean one-twenty, uh, classic medium format film. Many different ways to shoot it. Many, a lot of different cameras work on it. I just wanted to talk about it because I see it, you know, come in. It's kind of my, my one of my tales from retail. You know, valuing your uh, your uh, medium format cameras and what are the best? You know, what me- medium format cameras are hot right now? Because there's a lot
0: on the market. There's always people. You know, what?
1: What's a cheap medium format camera to get? Oh. Also oh, gives sure.
0: you uh, uh, gives you crisp professional image. Yeah, it's, lot, a, it's tons a, of resolution. Yeah, yeah, lots of resolution. Yeah. It's
2: lovely big negatives. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I would say, you know, what are
1: the hottest? Uh, what are the hottest cameras I'm seeing right now? Always Hasselblad. Hasselblads come and go so quickly. We probably can't hold on to a Hasselblad a body with a, a standard lens for more than a week at Midwest Photo. Really? Fantastic. They come and go, they come and they're gone. It's great. So there's always a student. There's always somebody, usually younger, uh, early 20s, late teens, super interested in those. Um, Cameras that you can pick up for a song right now Any RBs or RZs Those are at an all time low Two, three (laughs) hundred bucks you can pick up an RB now Too big, people don't want them Yeah, too big Um, But the RZs you can pick them up for about the same Because people don't really differentiate Mamiya 645s, you can get those for under 200 now Really? Yeah, sometimes under 100 if you're really lucky Um, Those usually sit a little bit longer uh, Pentax six sevens, the big the big clunkers, mm-hmm. those are going lower and lower now.
2: The classic starter Yoshiko one twenty four.
1: Though we can't keep those on the Isn't shelf. Isn't that amazing? Why Th- is that? They come in just because it's a hundred twenty five dollar camera. Boom. They're shooting medium formats, TLR, lightweight. I mean, it's it's all the it's all the buzzwords they want to hear: it's cheap, ex- lightweight. Exactly Throw some it. film yeah, in it for you right now, and it
2: does a marvelous job. Yeah,
1: and it, so it's a pretty sharp little camera. You're right. Yeah, you know, if you're looking for something that's going to last a while, I can't recommend the hospital. odds enough. I, I'm never going to sell mine just because I can always get service. Oh shoot, now I can't remember them. David Odess over in uh over in new england he still still works on those cameras so those are always a great value to pick up now uh, if you want the best of the best there's still those contact 645s everybody's all hyped about old old modern mamiya 645 afs afds those are always good to pick up there's just
0: there's not a lot of bad right. medium
1: format cameras bronicas <laughs> but, some people swear by those yeah oh, you oh. can pick those up for super cheap a couple hundred but bucks but there's not
0: service or support anymore If you want
1: to learn how to repair
0: cameras, get Veronica. Sure, exactly. All the Fujis. Yep, the Mm Fujis. Those go usually pretty cheap. And and of course, there's all the plastic cameras FPP, Debonair, Holga. The toy cameras, those are
1: some of the best entry to it,
0: you know, especially if they're interested in photography and
1: they they kind of know what's going on with the camera. Yep. It's just a great little add on. But no, Beauty Format's so much fun. And I just thought we'd, you know, plug that. I'd say if you're looking to get, research the camera a little bit but if you're looking for something SLR style I can't recommend a Hasselblad enough if you need something a little cheaper you don't like square format look at a 645 camera they're great Uh, if you like working out while you're shooting uh, (laughs) maybe pick up a 6x7 SLR uh, if you want to go Vivian Mayer style, you know, you can always spring for that Yashica
0: mat. You can always spring for a Rollaflex. I wonder how many folks saw that uh, Vivian Mayer documentary because it's on Netflix. It's everywhere it's now. everywhere, yeah. Oh, and people see it and are getting inspired to say, oh, my God, I want a camera like that. Yeah, they yes. just scooped them up. Yeah. And those are like a, a simple Yashica, right?
2: She was... Rollerflex No, they,
1: she was all Rollerflex I was just saying just TLR style okay. as As that
0: you, Of course you can get Rollerflex Rolacord, A few hundred bucks hundred bucks, two hundred bucks I own a Rolacord three I lo- enjoy it very much John Fideli and Mark Dalzell own a Rollerflex Do they
2: do the two, two eights?
0: Mark has a two eight John has a three five
2: And I have a Rollerflex hmm Which doesn't work Really? Now the focus is off The inside focus bed is at a slight angle But what the hey. Another day, another camera. To
0: and, and of course, 120 film, you have uh, Kodak films, your Fuji films, Hilford yeah, films. A lot of great films available.
2: And you know what I do with 120 film? What? I put it in my 116 camera.
0: Oh. Because you, it's really you hard
2: to get fresh 116, 616, some of those older, larger film formats. Mm. So. Um, Are you done, Matt? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, sorry, I'm still looking
0: at this. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's, like, on eBay while he's talking. Exactly. So um, so if you have 120 film, that's a roll film. There were uh, there are other formats. This camera that Leslie's going to talk about is not a 120 film camera. It
2: is a 116.
0: Bigger spool and a wider spool, and it's a film stock that is no longer available. And what did you do? You made some homemade washers?
2: It was actually... This is just a beautiful camera, it's a 2A, and when you hold it to light, mm-hmm. there's more light that comes in through the bellows than the lens.
0: Bellows.
2: So I, I want to use this camera. Everything seems so nice and fine about it, it's a beauty. So I went out and I got to think about this. What if there was an insert that you could put in that blocked the light? And I bought black foam, kids craft foam. It is incredibly dense. And because this is such a big negative, I didn't mind losing that tiny bit that goes around it, and I made an insert. I made my measurements.
0: This is a camera that has light leaks? Huge amount of light leaks.
2: So I made an insert, literally, that slips in, and it's simply black artist foam with black electrical tape. This actually is tongue-pulling tape. So I kind of did some brief measures on cardboard, made a little few notches, so it really fits in right up against And I can slip it in. Now, there are disadvantages to this. You can't collapse your camera back right. to store it. You have to shoot at infinity. Why? Because I can't pull the bellows back anymore.
0: I've restricted oh, them. Oh, so, that's you right. Know
2: what? And to try this out, I have tons of cameras. This was okay. This was a 99-cent fix.
0: What camera is that? What's it called?
2: This is uh, the Kodak Folding Cartridge Primo 2A beautiful camera but it also meant I did have another 116 spool there was one in it so I took that same black foam I cut two discs to fit inside the spool and it keeps my one it's now 120 size it keeps my 120 film which I re-spooled onto here nice and centered as it goes through the camera I made a little note on the side I put inside and it said using 120 film 15 half turns because it's a hand crank to start and five half turns between frames. And I get five frames on a roll of one twenty. Back, this collapses, I can store it with it if I want to use it again. But like I said, it's it's not a permanent had this been a rare camera right. or something I really enjoy losing using, I would have bellows made for this, repaired. Right. New bellows. Everything else works fine. But this was just such a simple, I thought, little solution to um taking care of pinhole bellows. Nice. Totally blocked the light. I had not a light leak in it uh, last two frames even though I have taken this shutter apart and soaked it in naphtha thought <laughs> it was working the last two frames it, it hung open. Mm. But still, I had three frames I was happy. I conquered it for 99 cents. Right. And that was it. But yeah.
0: Bellows so, leak I So it's a pairing
2: um fun to modify some of these older cameras you think I can't get that film anymore put some 120 in it
0: you can do it you can do it
2: you can do it you can do it hmm. that's right
0: yeah yeah and of course if you your camera is 620 then you just need to get a spool of course the fpp here mm-hmm. at the filmphotographyproject.com in the store We have 620 spools. Same thing. If you have an odd roll film, you could take your 120 film and then uh, go into a dark room or a dark bag and then roll it off that spool and then roll it back onto the the new spool so that you could photograph in a... uh, And That's called 116? 116. 116 film. There's Mm -hmm. 620. What are some of the other odds? 616. 616?
2: 121, 101, 100... And this is deceiving because this is called a cartridge camera.
0: Oh, no kidding. Oh, because that's the cartridge, that thing that you're...
2: Uh, yeah, you, it was just a, a name. It's still a roll film camera. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. Oh, those yes.
0: are those are antique store classics. Yeah. yeah. You see a lot of those hanging out. Sometimes you see them hanging out and the price tag on them is way too expensive. Oh, it's, it's always it's always too expensive. Yeah.
2: Because all these typically Kodak cameras have patent dates in them, so they
0: everyone on the planet, everyone and your Aunt Tilly thinks like, "Oh, that must be worth something." What is this worth? Yeah. What is it worth? It's worth ten yeah. dollars. <laughs>
2: it was my grandma's camera. Well, you keep it because it's grandma's. Exactly. Well, exactly. grandma had
1: a lot of things, but she didn't have a nice camera. It's okay. <laughs> <That's right.
2: laughs>
1: You have no idea how many time I've, times I've gotten <laughs> to say grandpa that. The grandpa had a Leica, and they <laughs> sold that years ago. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's keep this conversation rolling.
2: <laughs> <laughs> get it, get it. <laughs>
0: uh, this was an article sent in by FPP listener uh, Bob Dungan, or Dungan, D-U-G-A-N, Dungan. It's a blog, which you'll also see on the filmphotographyproject.com site. It's called the Argus A. The Argus A. A. Called by some the second most important 35mm camera ever made. Whoa. The Argus A was designed with the bare essentials in nineteen thirty six to be sold to the masses coming out of the Great Depression. It has an art deco style with its black bakelite body and stylized aluminum back. It has a pop out four by five anastic. Anna- anastigmat? Yes, thank you. Anastigmat lens. Two focus settings, 6 to 15 feet and 15 feet to infinity. f-stops 11, 8, 5, 6, 4, 5 and a cable socket, which means what? Bulb, cable socket? Or Oh, uh, a cable a cable, cable socket. Release type cable socket. release. Uh, shutter speeds 25, 50, 100, 200, B for bulb and T for time. The model A made from 1936 to 1941, the intro price was $12.50. Nice. There were five other models based on the A until 1951, all total about half a million Model A-type cameras produced.
2: And that was a 35mm, mm-hmm. you think? Been a, yeah, it was an early 35 Yep. Okay.
0: One of the unique features is the pop-out lens. When locking lugs are straight up, it is set for 6 to 15 feet, and when the lugs are s- set at an angle, it is set for 15 to infinity. Shutter cocks and snaps when you push it down. Uh, using the Model A takes you to the very basics of photography to get good pictures, you really have to think about your lighting, shutter speed, and distance. All things modern cameras do for you, like my Canon EOS. <laughs>
3: this
0: is not a, this is not as difficult as it sounds. Check the lighting conditions, set, set the f-stop and shutter. Then all you need to consider is distance. If distance setting is off, all you get is a little softer image. Think Holga. <laughs> True, right? Yeah. These cameras would be great for teaching a basic film photography class, and prices should be from $10 to $20 for a working model. The back comes off to load the 35mm film. You turn the knob on the bottom to advance the film. After shooting the camera, you push a little knob on the top to the left, turn knob on bottom, a quarter turn, and release the knob to continue to advance the film till it stops. You're, you're, you're visualizing everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You manually set f-stop using the lever on the lens barrel and you set the shutter speed by turning a plate on the face of the lens. You have to remember to advance the film after each shot or else you will get a double double exposure. exposure. I usually forget once or twice on each roll. If you go to our show notes, uh, you'll see Bob uh, Dungan's uh, Flickr album for his Argus A photos. Uh, The link will be in our show notes. And he says there's excellent resources on the web for information about the Argus Model A cameras by Rad uh, K-U-Z-Y-K. By Rad K-U-Z-R-K. K U Z Y K K U Z Y K Hux, maybe Hawks. like Hauks.
2: like Alex. La- like best. Alex Laux, but <laughs>
0: yes. Kauks. Yeah. Kauks. K- Kauks, 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 Kauks. 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 And, and, Andy Warhol, Hall, <laughs> Hall. like Hall. Hall. Andy Warhol, Hall. There's also an Argus collectors group, Argus cg.org and information on the Model A at argusinfo.net forward slash reference forward slash reference guide. How about that? Nice. It's very well thought out. Yeah, very nice, very complete, nice, mm-hmm. very complete uh, blog. Uh, Bob, thank you very much. And Of course, you can see the entire blog, this entire uh, text on our website, filmphotographyproject.com. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. When we're talking about something filmy. What should we talk about? You, want, you need oh, to say let me something. Oh, I need to... Season 9. From Ansco, this year's big news and low-priced cameras. Now, every Ansco cadet camera comes with an unconditional one-year guarantee. If for any reason, even for accidental damage, your cadet fails to work properly, Ansco will replace it for just a few pennies postage and handling. Ansco quality makes this guarantee possible. And that's why only Ansco dares make this offer. No wonder camera fans are excited about these Ansco Cadet cameras and camera outfits. Truly great values from $5.95 to $15.95. And here's more exciting news. Right now with this free coupon, you can save 75 cents off dealer price on this Ansco Reflex Cadet outfit. Save 50 cents on the Ansco Cadet and Cadet Flash outfits. Get your free coupon today at your Ansco dealers. Hurry, offer is limited. Ansco Cadet Camera Outfits. If it comes from Ansco, you know it's A+. Hey, we're back. Hey, Matt, can you grab that piece of paper over there from a the piece, table? Piece we have, a uh, looks like a flea market here at the FPP studio. We have, um, we have a bunch of cameras on ta- Oh, you want to read this? Yeah, 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 you read it. We have two tables filled with cameras. I'm going to... Uh, repack and ship them over to the dark room because for our ship them over to the dark room for our camera giveaway uh, in a week week and a half for our walking workshop. But one of the the one of the tables was uh, sent in by a gentleman by the name of Slack. That's all it says. The box says Slack. 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 And what uh, what town was that from?
2: Laurel Maryland.
0: Okay. Thank you very much. It's a really an awesome box. It's amazing stuff. A Pro Pack camera. Whoa. Uh, oh. <laughs> bunch of different cameras. All, all sorts of camera, lenses, flashes. Very unique stuff from this gentleman. Thank you very much. And Laurel Maryland. Thanking him. And the other uh, table is filled with goods from our good friend Matt Ayers. Matt Ayers. Oh, Matt. Matt Thank you very much. Very thoughtful Whoa. package. Oh, that's all from Matt? Yeah. Wow. The most notable is the cambo.
1: Yeah, we're getting to that. Cam- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is the it letter? Matt
0: that's sent right. a uh, letter, and Matt's letter is going to be read by Matt. <laughs> it's very meta.
1: All right. Dear Mike and the FPP gang, I'm sending you a bunch of stuff for the crew and for giveaways as I decided to clean out the camera inventory. Sounds like someone's making way for more gas. Yes. Inside, you will find a Cambo SC 4x5 monorail camera in excellent shape that has been tested this summer with no light leaks in the bellows. I also included two lens boards and a wide-angle bag bellows to go with it.
0: Whoa! You'll explain what that is in a second, right? Yeah. Yeah. So
1: so right now, just up front, Cambo SC 4x5 monorail camera. So it's a... Uh, it's not the most field-portable camera. It's uh, better for kind of studio work, great student cameras. The Cambo, the Calumet Cambo series was a just a kind of budget monorail camera, a great, uh, great student-use camera. The bag bellows is a wide-angle focusing bellows for using wider-than-standard uh, focal-length lenses on that monorail camera. So on that camera, once you get to about the... 120 millimeter focal length and you start wanting wider stuff you need to throw the bag bellows on there and work it to be able to have movements without vignetting on the
0: what is the what does the bag do exactly
1: basically it just so normally a bellows would come how you know how it compresses yeah, it gets yeah. smaller uh, the bag bellows just kind of leaves all that open space between the standards so you can do the movements but the bellows are not getting in the way bellows because normally you know how they contract and they go down you would take your bellows off yeah, you can you can remove that. Yeah, oh, yeah get can. out, for real? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. interchangeable. So you see how like if Leslie presses that together, the bellows just kind of like fluff outward. Yep. Normal bellows won't do that. They'll get smaller and get in the way. Oh. So that allows you to do all the crazy cool moves. Bag bellows are expensive. They are. This, is this is a great this is a great include. So now it's like no limits. Like somebody gets in there like, oh F, I have a ninety millimeter lens, what do I do? No worries. Bag bellows, boom. Oh. Yeah.
0: Now, I happen to have a lens on my Polaroid 110B mm-hmm. camera. The 110B had the bellows all chewed up. <laughs> Ollie got a hold of them. Oh, shit. no, he didn't. <laughs> I took the lens off, Mark mm-hmm. Dalzell and I, last night, and we put on it's a 127 millimeter lens.
1: Oh, so it's a wide standard. Okay.
0: That's considered a wide standard. Yeah. So you could do some portraits with that?
1: Yeah, it's like a 35-millimeter like lens.
0: Okay. And, or closer to 40 sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Now, I just threw it the camera. Um, It'll be great. Very smartly, Matt kept his lens. <laughs> 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 but I have this lens, so I threw that on there for now, yeah. just so we could do a little studio testing with it. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. And um, what else is letters? Oh, there? yeah, there's, there's
1: a, a, quite a bit more. I also include... Oh, the blah. blah, 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 blah. I have converted to Cinar equipment since I no longer... Yeah, Cinar, sweet. Uh, so I no longer use it. There's a homemade Polaroid film pinhole camera in there with an old functional Kodak shutter I think Leslie would like, but sorry I took the pinhole out of it. I was going
2: to say, there's no pinhole, but yeah.
1: you
0: know,
2: pinholes can Can you shoot with that camera? I
0: can't yeah. a No, with that, a that camera, like that seems very odd. You, yeah, you'll just need a pinhole for it. You yeah. got yeah. Well, when you say a pinhole, in other words, that lens that's in there now is just a placeholder? Yeah, there that's just no that's links, just the shutter. shutter. That's just you use that in T mode only. Yeah. Just oh, click, click when you're done. So there so uh, there would need to be a pinhole behind
2: oh, I would in front be of in or in behind. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh you, does it have a screw is there a screw mount on there? It's
2: too complicated for a pinhole. You cut them out of a
0: pop can, you drill
2: <laughs> it, you drill them with a needle, you tape them down.
0: Set it on and go. A little gap. You're saying you could actually put Actual black gaffer's tape on there and just yeah. put a pinhole in it.
2: You got it. All I have to do is be able to get to the control to open it up. Yep.
0: No way. Yeah. It, you then know, you're wide good. open
2: here. I, could even, I would probably even recess it in there a little bit. And
0: so would you it. get a drill bit? Can you get the certain – what do you need?
2: You, if you really want to go old school, it's the finest sewing needle that you can find, and you drill your own. You're kidding. A little pressure, and you roll it.
0: How many minutes would you have to let the, let the images expose?
2: Depends on what you put in here. 3,000 B, not long at all. Wow. Mm-hmm. So. That's
0: pretty sweet. You know, I have to tell you, after all these years, I'm still not a pinhole shooter, and I'm still I'm mesmerized by it. I have some pinholes do,
2: at home. Well uh, yeah. The way this
0: that's sweet
2: sets up, you would actually be able to even to do paper negatives in here. Mm-hmm. He's already blocked out any potential uh light leaks that a standard polaroid cassette would block yep
1: it's good to go all right so there's nice. there's even more okay there's great more there's an agfa select 35 millimeter zone focus camera i've tested and works beautifully to give to mark or dane if you want yep <laughs> uh there's a package marked for dane for dane i've included a kodak retina 2a in really good shape and have tested it and the rangefinder is good and the shutter speeds seem within reason there's a Yashika Electro 35GS for whoever wants to use the battery. Did you pick that up just now? I
2: did, and it passes the pad of death test.
1: Okay, good. <laughs> because if
2: it doesn't have the pop, don't bother, and it has the pop.
1: There's also a couple of negative carriers from what I believe is an Omega and Larger. might want to ask Leslie about that.
2: Omega or Durst?
1: Uh, sh- I'm not sure. Looks like he's also got a Durst Easy Load developing tank in there, and several four x five sheet film developing hangers. Sheets. Oh, very nice. So that's great. Yeah, there's a Cambo. Cam- or there's a yeah,
0: there's a Cambo camera as well. How would I use those sheet sheet film developing hangers? Oh, you've never used hangers? No. Oh,
1: they're great. Here, let me show you. So uh, hangers and tanks. I always you, you hear me talk oh, about yeah. it all the time. Yeah. hangers and tanks. Hangers, hangers and, tanks. and tanks. Yeah, you like. It it's like so, a bar. Hangers and <laughs> tanks. They're so useful for film that you're like... Like X-ray film, have to use hangers Mm. and tanks. You don't have to, but I I like to. Um, For films that have a very thin emulsion, like uh,
0: thin emulsion and thin base, like FOMA. What are these? These are just the hangers? Just the hangers. Where's the tanks? I don't know. Oh, You have to make your own tank. It's easy. Oh, just get a tank. Yeah, Kodak
1: hard rubber tanks are easy to pick up. A bucket. If you can rest the edge of the hangers on the bucket. So what you do... Yeah, and these are specifically for you know, some place where you can hang it. You can hang these. So the hangers, they open up right here at the, the top. There's a little, Pull that baby up. there's a little door at the top and you push that back and it allows you to load the film in. And you see all these little holes on the side here, Mike. These are little channels so the chemistry can get through. So hopefully there. if you keep agitating it properly, you won't get streaking on the film. If you let it set too long, and the, the bromide starts to drag on the emulsion. You'll Ooh, get, yeah. bromide drag. You'll get, get little um, indentations, on not indentations, but little marks on the film of uneven development in this right where the holes are. Mm-hmm. You'll notice instantly. But the easiest way to agitate these, once it's low, the film's loaded, close it up. You agitate it by lifting up and drip off one corner, bring it down, bring it back up, drip oh, off wow. the other corner. So. I love using hangers and tanks for mm-hmm. X-ray film, for um, my, my uh, in FG films, FOMA films, uh, the Arista films, because I've scratched a few of those in the large format sheet size. So anything that is usually... Anything from Europe that's not Ilford, I, uh, I, will put into, I will put into here as well as X-ray films. So this is, honestly, this
0: is a great kit for somebody that's, like, just getting into 4x5. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, mm-hmm. complete. Now, the fact that you have the hangers... How would that person know what tank to get, like to go on the bay and get a tank to go with that?
1: Um, any of the 4x5 or 5x7 developing tanks, they're golden. Okay. Um, if they get an 8x10, they'll be too short. Mm-hmm. These are actual 4x5 or 5x7 uh, hangers or for, for that size. They do make... Four by five hangers for the eight, eight by ten tanks, but those are a little bit bigger, and the tanks take too much, a lot of chemistry. These are great because they take way less chemistry.
0: Right. But, wow. Yeah, what else in that they letter? Include.
1: All right. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but he also put some books in there.
3: Books.
1: <laughs> some books to give to John. <laughs> the Henri Cartier-Bresson book. I think he might like, unless he already has it. Also wanted to say how much I loved meeting all of you at the Walking Workshop last year had a great time a lot of really good folks anyways take care and keep up the great work thanks matt ayers yay that was was, that's quite an include that's a lot a lot of great stuff a lot of good books Uh uh-oh look at that leslie found her book of the whatever the book of the whatever (laughs) infrared (laughs) Infrared photography
2: (laughs) handbook
1: infrared photography handbook sounds like something you might like
2: Prove this. Carry on with the show. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, okay. Carry was that, was that, that first that? page? Is that from the library? It is.
2: It's Davis <laughs> County Library.
0: It is. Matt Discard from the library. Discard. <laughs> 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 yeah, All right. So we'll just continue with that, Leslie. Yeah, that's fine. She's, you know. So um, yeah, guess,
1: thanks again, Matt. Wow, yeah. That was a lot of great stuff. The like, great
0: stuff, and yeah. I really appreciate you thinking of the the show. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. What show? The best way to feel be- better about your gas is to donate cameras to the FPP.
0: That's right. You can go right to Film Photography Project. Click the donate tab on the upper right hand side If you have film that's just sitting in your fridge That you're never going to shoot Or you're thinking Oh my god I'm never going to get to all that film Yeah. If you have some cameras Make sure they work yeah, make sure they work. <laughs> if you want to thin out your collection, you're like, you know what? How many Canon FTBs do I really need? I have three of them. <laughs> Send it to us, and we will. Uh, if you pre-test them, great. Like uh, Leslie just walked over to that. Uh, what was that? The one that the Shutter of Doom that you tested?
2: Oh, the Yushika the the and the Cat of Death.
0: Yeah, you know, everything the, the is working. Thank you, Matt. That's terrific.
2: When in doubt, ship it
1: out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that too.
0: I have another letter Someone's here. Someone's going to send Fixer. Uh, folks have been very kind to us this year. This is from Paul Luvera. He says, enclosed, please find my contribution of film for your project. Ooh. Since purchasing it, I have continuously kept this film in the refrigerator nice. and believe it perfectly functional, although expired, dates. I hope it will be very useful to you. Uh, he sent this in last year, what in it 2014. It's a box, 35 millimeter, and I think some 120 film. Nice. And it's perfect because I'm going to start sorting through it, and it's going to go all in the goodie bags uh, for our upcoming workshop. Oh, so nice. So, Paul, all this film Ooh. will get shot at, by our that, listeners. Look at that stationary. Yeah. Oh, this is beautiful stationary. Yeah. Uh, this gentleman is in Gig Harbor, Washington. Hmm. Nice. Very nice. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Uh, here's a card Stop it. Over there. from ah. our good friend Johnny Bryan. Hey! Johnny Bryan sends in uh, many boxes in 2014 uh, donations to the Film Photography Project in our in our programs, our student programs. And he says, Dear Mr. Rosso, hope things are well with you and the FPP crew. Yes, they are. We're doing great here. Awesome interviews of late. I especially enjoyed hearing Mark O'Brien Talk about Argus cameras. Keep the interviews coming. You see that, Mark? Mark should be on the show.
3: What show?
2: <laughs> mm. You know what else happened? And, you know, Mark's from Ann Arbor. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a great place for a walking now, workshop?
0: Wait a minute. Did we just say that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you know what else is there? Who? The Argus Museum. Yep. It's in Ann uh,
0: Arbor. Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine that. Uh (laughs) Enclosed are a few more camera donations. I'm sure you will find a good home for them. I spent many happy hours cleaning and repairing the cameras I donate. Boom. Thank you. You know what? Very big old
2: gold star. Gold
0: Gold star. 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 Mm -hmm. Cannot be revoked, Johnny. Mm -mm. You are deputized. (laughs) You're officially FPP deputized. I wanted to include some of the Midwest... Uh, Favorite snack, pork and corn-flavored Tim Tams. (laughs) But the stores were all out. (laughs) I guess there was a run on them before the holidays. Maybe next time, Johnny Bryan. As, As I had mentioned in previous shows, Johnny sends camera and usually has a Ziploc bag with uh, contact sheets of images he shot with that camera, mm-hmm. as well as a detailed note of what work he did on that camera. Like, hey, I, I re I resealed the, the you know, what do you call that? Light seals. Light seals. I redid the light seals. I did this. I did that. I put a new battery. A lot of work. It's a lot of work. And don't I know, because I'm the man that goes through most of the cameras here at the FPP, and it takes takes hours to because by the time you – Get it out. Look at it. Mm-hmm. Open the battery compartment. You know, see what battery it takes. Do Don't I have that battery? It, clean, yeah. it bit, clean it little out a little, little bit. The bugs out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that so that was on the back of a print. Oh, I'm oh, not
1: even a, that. Yeah, and it's a print. Wow, that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love yeah. his darker prints. They're great. I saw. I got to see a couple at PhotoStock 2014. Mm-hmm. Looking forward Way to, to seeing to more. Brian. Yeah,
0: that's great. Yep. Thank you. All right, we'll be right back with the Book of the Whatever.
3: Eastman Kodak Company is happy to bring you America's favorite family, the Nelsons. Ozzie,
0: Harriet, David, and Ricky. They enjoy good times together, and like most of us, they enjoy good times over again in pictures. And now, let's join the Nelsons in Hawaii. In Hawaii, it's traditional to toss these flowers into the water as you leave. If they float back to shore, it said that you're sure to come back again. I hope that's true, but there is one sure way to enjoy your vacation over again. Just take lots of movies. Boy, well, you can just about feel those waves right now. Today, taking movies is easier than it ever was. This Brownie automatic movie camera adjusts itself to changing light automatically. You can take a shot like this one in the sun, and this one in the shade, and both shots come out fine automatically. It's a great way to enjoy your vacation again and again. Color movies made with a Brownie automatic movie camera. Kodak's Brownie automatic movie camera costs $77.50 or as little as $8 down. Other Brownie movie cameras start at $34.50. Remember, only a Brownie
3: gives you so much pleasure at so low a cost. And now Kodak invites you to enjoy The Adventures of Ozzy and Harry.
0: Hey, we're back. It's that time. It's that time of month, folks. And that time of month is hey, book hey, of the month.
1: Book of month. Well, that's right. Oh. I had been talking about uh, those half-price books finds. I just keep talking about them. Why? Because I love walking. Ha- I don't. I'll never know what I'll find. You never know what you'll find. This is a very obscure one, and I, I'm I would be floored if anybody on FPP has even heard of this book or these photographers. It's like the all-time hipster find of the world. I have followed these photographers. It's a husband and wife couple of photographers, and they're in, I believe they're in Minnesota. You're keeping in us in uh,
0: stitches here. What's the book called? It's called, oh, sorry. It's
1: called <laughs> Unmasked and Anonymous. Oh. Scheiman and Linderman Consider Portraiture, and the the photographers, and you you can find them on Flicker, Shyman and Linder, Linderman, Linderman, husband wife combo, and they do some really kind of strain. It's just a little little off the cuff uh I would say. portraiture. And but I really like their work. They usually work in large format, different various formats. Mostly a lot of their old stuff's 8x10. A lot of their new stuff is 12x20. Uh, very simple, one-light kind of portraiture. It's very environmental. Serious. Very serious. Yeah, kind of straight on, but I, I love it. Uh, it's, it's very Midwest because they're in the Midwest. I, I didn't even know they made a book, but this was, oh, uh, that I was put on then. by, um, I think, was it Milwaukee Museum that printed that book? Yes. It's, but to find no. it randomly, just hanging out in Columbus, Ohio for two bucks? Yeah, sign me up. Right, right, and they're, they're some of my favorite photographers on Flickr. They still have work that you can find. They're on Flickr. On Flickr, these yeah. guys are on Flickr. They're on Flickr. Flickr. Shyman and Linderman is the is the name. We'll uh, we'll put put a link to them in the show notes. I think they they've got some really some really funky work. I, I you never know what's what's going to come out of it. I know they were uh, teaching for the longest time, and and some of the stuff that they'd been teaching and producing was was up there. And how do the, I find them? Shimon and Linderman. Spell that. S-H-I-M-O-N. It's like Simon with an H. Okay. And Linderman.
2: L-I-N-D-E-M-A-N-N. Linderman.
0: I'm on my handheld device. I'm on, on my robot. Robot. Oh, no results were found.
1: It's one, all one word. That's the username. It's like no spaces, no, yeah. Let's
0: try again. Let me see if I can find it on Flickr. How do you spell Scheiman? S. H. I. M. O. N. Oh, there they are, Jay Scheinman and Jay Linderman. Yep. That's S. H. I. M. O. N. A. N. D. L. I. N. D. E. R. No no. No R. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna follow them. All right. They have 1,000 photos on Flickr.
1: Yeah. They got they got quite a lot on
0: there. Whoa.
1: It's and it's. It's kind of neat stuff. I, I love their 12 by 20 stuff. The contact prints. They're all platinum plating contact mm-hmm. prints. And what do you
0: know about these, these folks, this um, couple?
1: I mean, I followed them for the longest time before I, before I knew about it. You didn't know there was a book? No, I had no idea they ever had like, I knew they had some shows but I never knew there was a book but as soon as I saw, uh, actually when I pulled it out I saw um, saw the back cover and I was like, oh my God, that's Shimon that's and Lineman stuff and I pulled it off and I was like, you've, Got to be kidding me! So I, now I and then I started going to all the other half price books in Columbus. I'm like, "There's got to be more." Is there more? And this is all I could all I could find. It was very cool. Some this might not be everybody's cup of tea. Certainly, um, it's a it's, great book to have. It's just different, yeah.
0: And I'm really into kind of the, just funky portraiture. And a lot of their stuff, like here is like Anna in a dress, like just like it's set it? up. You know I mean I oh, mean they yeah, spent time it's art directing. Oh yeah, there's a lot of
1: a lot of direction involved. A lot of it because it's, you know, large format stuff. And a lot of the, the environmental portraits or stuff like the color stuff, that's like late nineties, early two thousands. So this was they've been doing a lot of this stuff since the heydays of, of film. Right. It's, I had no idea there was a book, so I was like,
0: scoop it up. We're gonna talk about this in the show. Wow. Well thank you, Matt. Yeah. That's a good find. And I guess if folks did a search on the Google, they'd find that on Bay or at a bookstore i've
1: never seen it online the google
2: Google.
0: yeah kind of a weird
2: one I wonder if it was printed in conjunction possibly with With an exhibit i
1: believe it was with an exhibit because if you go on the inside cover milwaukee art museum Mm -hmm. this might be just like one of those really nice um it's what are the what do they call those at a gallery show you know like Like the catalog it's like a super high-end catalog yeah like you pick it up at the gift shop Mm -hmm. during a show and then that's it very very cool stuff
0: speaking of odd Unusual and sort of like like a serious portrait. There's been... This is about vinyl records. There is an album that was discovered in a dollar bin. It's an obscure... The guy's name is Lewis L-E-W-I-S. His first album is L'Amour. <laughs> that, that is odd. It's early 80s, like synth love songs. Very... Ah, the folks out there listening listen to, like, the music of David Lynch. I mean, this gentleman has a much more melodic voice. He self-produced an album, and then he f- self-produced a follow-up album. They were nowhere. There were, there were nothing in nowhere. No one bought them, but X amount of copies are floating around. Now we hear 30 years later, they've been discovered, and a buzz started. If you search, up, if you search Lewis, L-E-W-I-S, Lamore L-apostrophe, A-M-O-U-R, mm-hmm. a few articles will come up including uh, a record company called Light in the Attic Records here in the U.S., reissued his two albums. Oh, they scooped him up. Yeah. Scooped him up, reissued them for a limited time only <laughs> be- while they were trying to track him down. They tracked him down. They found him at a coffee shop.
2: <laughs> Probably not the coffee shop at Unique, though. No, that <laughs> would be closed. he <laughs> come out, yeah.
0: He w- w- was pleasant. But wanted nothing to do with. D- he didn't want his royalties. Had what? no interest in discussing the music. So, uh, what uh, from what I understand, Light in the Attic Records did the first run, and that's it. Wow! So, of course, me, being the vinyl junkie I am, I just purchased the two albums, the <laughs> hundred eighty gram vinyl, mm-hmm. fifty do- forty to fifty dollars each. No kidding! Oh my goodness, they are impossible to find. When you hear it, there is a, a uh, f- uh, I will tell you who my uh, Instagram friend is that posted it. And when she, he or she posted this on Instagram, it reminded me of this album yesterday. And I said, oh my God, I forgot about this. I need to buy this right now before this is just never, never again to be seen or heard. And they described the album and it's just something that, you know, if you listen to a lot of music I do very late at night when I'm working on the computer or just working on the FP, you know, FPP store. Mm-hmm. Or now if I'm rolling film, you will know what I'll be listening to while rolling <laughs> film. Let me just find it really fast. Oh, here it is. Uh, Vinyl Lunch on Instagram posted, Louis L'Amour, and this is in quotes, These, These songs, songs convey, convey, convey an ephemeral, ephemeral melancholy. melancholy blurred at the edges yet more potent for being somewhat indistinct this is a music of retreat not assertion the synths rise and ebb curiously occasionally punctuating the songs with quiet starbursts but mostly moving with a logic of their own often with no regard for lewis's vocals or piano playing he doesn't sing so much as he mumbles melodically as though perpetually perpetually falling falling awake awake. the effect effect is quieting quieting, quieting, but too spooky spooky to be too too, new agey I read that and I'm like, I'm like that, I'm like that. Uh-huh. immediately. I was like, I saw it, I didn't care that it was fifty dollars. Yeah, that, that was like the
1: description I, for a
0: twenty eight dollar hamburger. You know, you has, has to be yeah, over the top yeah. to get get you in. Yeah. It's like I I need it, I'm buying this, that's it, done, and uh let's let's play a little, little oh, yeah. clip of it right, right now. It let's now. see what you got what are you talking about? Listen yeah. to this. I love So, folks out there listening who are interested in some odd music,
1: that sounds like it pairs very well with the book we just talked
0: about. It, it seems like you could be reading that book we just talked about while yeah. listening well, this, to Louis exactly, Lamour
1: exactly, and browsing their photo stream. Yes, yeah.
0: And the the sad part, I guess it's I guess it's almost I think the article, if you look online, Lewis Lamour, you'll find a few articles. It says that he's somewhat, um, you know, very true to himself in the sense that he. Whatever he's doing in his life, not interesting. Going back to this, you know. Then they are done it. Yeah. So that's our uh, what would you say ephemeral, <laughs> yeah segments of this. Blurred around the edges, podcast. The, the, the ephemeral
1: book of the whatever.
0: Uh, do we have anything? I don't think we have anything else to talk about uh, on this show. I
2: think we. Do. I think we can do a
0: camera. Did we do a camera. We did a camera. Yeah, we did a camera. What we do? I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what we did this show. Okay. Yeah, he wrote it down. We did uh, Campbell four by five. Okay. We talked about the bellows. Mm-hmm. How many cameras do you have left? I have three. You know what? Well, I think we have enough for this show. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're, we're good. good. I want to thank everyone for uh, listening. And um, in uh, less than two weeks, we're going to be in San Clemente, California. Can't wait. These are rare events. Uh, the Film Photography Podcast gang, myself, Leslie, and Matt, will be there. Uh, we don't do many of these, usually once a year. And then we always have rumblings about some other thing that sometimes never happens. Like we're like, oh, we're going to England, and that that didn't happen last year, sadly. And now we're set, now, I mean, we're just like actually thinking out loud. We're like, oh, you know, what about that Mark O'Brien? <laughs> yeah, what about it, Mark? yeah, what about that? Uh, I want to go to Ann Arbor, Michigan, and I don't know what it is about Ann Arbor, Michigan. Maybe it's the description of it. But I was driving home the other day. I thought about like I thought I actually thought this. I thought, wow, maybe I should get I should get a second house. In Ann Arbor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? oh, for real? Oh, yeah. I thought they'd be inexpensive. <laughs> 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 That's a thing. So, uh, I want to thank everyone for, uh, for uh, tuning in. And um, since uh, Louis Lamore won't, won't claim any of his music, and he wants it to be in the, the what is it, the... Ether of public domain. Yeah, let's hear some more tracks. <laughs> <laughs> let's, roll out with it. let's roll out with this ectoplasm of life. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
1: see you too. Well, hey, we'll see you in San Clemente. Oh, I gotta get. I gotta run to the post office. So I gotta ship my eight by out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> get on it.
0: We'll see you in San Clemente, and then we'll see, be back here in two weeks here at the FPP. All right, see you then. Things just happen That won't be
1: and the boys It grew up To remain
2: And the girls
0: Sat down in Paris. Sat down in Monaco. Sat down in New York. I
3: bought her clothes.